What up, what up, what up, what up? Ball Hawk here, man. Just want to bring y'all another episode. This came off Twitter Spaces, man. Appreciate everybody that's been tapping in. We're going to get right to the episode. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you continue to support the Ball Hawk Show, baby. Oh, let's get it. Alcova Mortgage is here for good. We are locally owned, value great communication, and are committed to our Covington community. Call Alcova Mortgage Covington at 540-962-7152 or visit alcovahighlands.com to get in touch for your mortgage lending needs. Alcova Mortgage, NMLS ID 40508, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, equal housing lender, terms and conditions apply, all loans subject to credit approval. Hey, how are you doing? What's going on, man? How was your recovery you from the race on Sunday? It's good. I went for a run today. Still sore, but um, recovering well. How much did you put in today? I just did three today. Uh-huh, that's smart. Yeah, just did three. The, the pace was pretty pretty fast, but um, I felt good, though. Okay, this is. I'm going to say this early while there are not many people in here, and then I'm probably just going to listen the rest of them. And this is about basketball. So, okay. um, some guy on um, Duke fandom wrote a little article about huh. are UVA fans nuts? And he goes on to sing Bennett's praises. And, um, you know, I just, it was really interesting because then there's the tweet from India Franklin where she got supposed UVA fans trashing not just her son, but her. So, Mm. you know, I know it's just a couple of them, but it really makes me angry. And I made a mistake and went on Facebook, UVA Facebook yesterday, or maybe it was this morning, (laughs) and this guy says something about, Good riddance to Kihei, and yeah. I could not resist because I, if the guy had been standing here, and I'm an old person, I would have punched him flat in the face. I mean, it's just crazy. I don't know what's wrong with these people, but I'm tired of it. I would really like to ban them permanently from every UVA athletic event. Yeah, I don't get what they get out of airing their grievances out in such vitriol like that towards student-athletes. That's I, I, always been confusing to me. It, it, I really think it's a either personality disorder or a mental derangement. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. <clears throat> but I did see the Kihei one when it happened real time, when he, when he shared that. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. That just made me mad. I had to respond, but um, because I'm I'm not letting people just say stuff like that. And nobody says anything <laughs> because that's like saying it's okay. It's okay to talk like that. It's mm-hmm. not. Well, I always feel like they can share their opinions. I always say, yeah, you got a right to your opinion, but folks got a right to respond to that opinion, and you can't right. you can't play victim if you really just cut the legs on a, out from under an athlete just because you, you feel some type of way towards them. Like, right. I mean, hey, if you're going to dish it, be ready to take it back because somebody's going to respond back to you. All right. Thanks for letting me talk. No problem.
So, yeah, I'm going to give people a couple more minutes to jump in. If not, I'll just start up because I, I got like an hour that I could share the recap from the pro day today. My thoughts. Um, we we air live on um, ACC Network Extra, which I guess ESPN shared on the app. So uh, it was fun for me. You know, that's why that's why I love to just be a part of observing young men trying to reach their dream, performing in drills, seeing what they worked on, seeing how they can surprise and serve people. Shut the hell up, Juice, because. You know, folks from their point, their vantage think, you know, this person isn't fast. Or that person can't do this, can't do that. So it's always a, a pleasure to me to see them having to be humble and just realize, like, you never know what somebody's playing through and and what can affect them a certain way. But it was dope, especially seeing a guy like Joey Blunt run on the 4-4. In the 40. Nobody saw that. Not that I ain't even think Joey run that damn fast. A 4-3-8, they got him officially, I think, 4-4 flat. But, but when I looked at my damn stopwatch, I was like, okay. I know this is my watch, but let me go around and try to peek over the shoulders of scouts and stuff. And, I, I you know, as I had, was using a little cat eye, I was like, damn, they got the same times I got. Sheesh. This boy done picked him up and put him down for real. So he definitely, definitely helped himself in a lot because that was the main thing with Joey is like, what's his straight line speed? What's his long speed? Um, he has the ability to tackle. Uh, we know he had some injuries at UVA that he played through that he missed time with. But sometimes, anytime somebody run 4-4, sub 4-4 under, oh, there's going to be some folks that's going to pay attention. He got a lot of tape. A lot of tape. He got that. So you never know as far as when he went to go train, how they helped out his flexibility, his sudden movements, his explosiveness, and his DB drills. He looked good. He looked fluid. His feet looked a whole lot better. So he definitely put in the work. So that's a young man that before this pro day took place, he was looked at as an undrafted free agent. Now, don't get me wrong. He could still be an undrafted free agent, but he'll be one of those highly requested undrafted free agents that his phone is ringing when it's like the sixth and seventh round. They're like, look, man, we don't think we'll draft you, but we're going to make you top priority and you get a little bit more chicken with that uh, signing bonus. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing, man. Jelani Woods, he did everything that he didn't do at the combine. At the combine, he just did the 40 and bench press. So today he did vert, broad jump, short shuttle, three cones, and then he went through individual drills. And everything that he did was at a high level. Jump 38, think he uh, broad jump like 10-9, 10-10. Short shuttle was like 4-2. I forgot what his three cone was. Maybe 6-8 or 6-7, something like that. But, <laughs> yeah. Caught everything, looked real fluid in his routes, in and out of his breaks. Caught everything with his hands, no body catching. Yeah, dog, they're going to get them a damn Megatron. Boys, the day going Decepticon. Any type of 
superhero or action figure you want to say? Is my audio straight, yo? Because I know I got a phone call. Sometimes I can mess it up. Okay. I think it's okay because Bama just laughed. So it should be good. Uh, Rashawn Henry, who I was, I was, that's who I was coming to see. I was coming to see Rashawn Henry. Because I've been saying since he stepped foot on campus two years ago that he can fly. He can run. And he just make it look easy. He always got separation from DBs. But he ran officially 4-4-2, smooth 4-4-2. Had a 38-and-a-half-inch vert. Short shuttle was like 4-1, so that's very good. That's showing sudden quickness in and out. Because a lot of times I've seen guys run like 4-3-40s, and then they short shuttle be a 4-4. Like, how the hell you run that fast straight straight ahead, but you can't go side to side 20 yards just as fast as you can run 40 yards? So I'm always paying attention to the guys who run fast 40s. I'm like, they short shuttle better be faster than they 40 or something wrong. So. He ran a 4-1 short shuttle, short shuttle, 4-4-2-40, and a half inch vert, caught everything, looked good in his routes. Um, be interesting to see uh, what the scouts think about him, man, because he has very good size. Good size. Smooth runner, bro. Like, he gets separation from DBs. He be gliding. So... Any other uh, names y'all wanted me to discuss, man, just request. We could do that. But those are the three that really jumped out to me. I know Manny Alonzo was strong as hell on the bench. He did 33. I thought Glazer had good workouts as well. I thought both linemen, Ron Nelson and Glazer, both looked good. Um, we, we had two guys have a couple of tweaks while they were running the 40, and, and you hate to see that. You hate to see anybody pull up lane. That sucks. So, but yeah, man, if y'all want to ask me questions about anything at the pro day, just request. Um, or if you want to talk about the basketball game from last night, you can request. Probably be up here for like an hour to like seven, seven, seven fifteen. Haven't had a chance to do a Wahoo uh, Twitter space in a couple months, a couple weeks because of track practice. I'm coaching high school track, so. That's been taking my time. I'm not complaining either. I love that. Get my dog, Seb. What's up, Seb? Quiet until that starts up. Oh. <laughs> all right. No, because I just want to lay into some Chiefs fans. That's all. Lay into some Chiefs fans. You got. You got. You can't be cussing though. I ain't gonna be cussing. Nah. Uh, right. Kevin ain't in here, so I'm. I'm. I'm logical today. All right. What, what you got to say to the Chief fans then? Oh no! I wait. Go ahead. Do your pro day thing, man. I ain't going to. Ever- now nah, you go ahead. Nobody asked about pro day. You can jump to the to the NFL trades today. Go ahead. <sighs> the Chiefs and the Dolphins are going to regret this trade. Both sides. Both sides. All right, so why do you feel like the Chiefs going to regret it? Because they got a lot in return for them. Okay, they only have one person to throw the ball to now. That was their biggest problem. They didn't have a number two. Now they don't have a number one or a number two. I don't consider Juju a number one or a number two. He got so, he got exposed when Antonio Brown left. Mm-hmm. And Miko Hartman, inconsistent. 
So the only person he's throwing the ball to is Kelsey. So that, yeah. that offense is about to be extremely one-dimensional. They've been one-dimensional all the time, though, as far as they one-dimensional throwing. Well, one-dimensional throwing, shall I say. As far as, like, who, who they could throw to? Yep. Yep. We gotta we gotta see who they draft too. I mean, I I've been looking at it, man, and I really don't see no good wide receivers in the draft. Just like they ain't no good quarterbacks. This is a good defensive draft. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And then with the Dolphins, how 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 was it bad for them? Tua can't throw the ball. You don't think he got the arm? No. And what is Tyreek known for? Speed. And taking off the top. Mm-hmm. Show me a pass that, that Tua has thrown in the NFL that has gone over 40 yards. I don't look at the Dolphins a lot, so I can't answer that. <laughs> I watch them. I watch them on a consistent basis since they hired since they hired Brian Flores and since uh, Tua came down there. That boy came through past twenty yards, Ahmad. Mm. He came. So it's not a, not a good fit. I don't huh? think it's going to be a good fit. They gave up too much for him. And then they just gave him a boatload of money. First, they was reporting a four-year, $120 million contract. Now it's three years, 75. Which one is it? I think, was it an extension? Because he had a year left on his deal. Yeah, he had a, a year left on his original deal, which was paying him like 18 a year, something like that. Yeah, so he's making like 30, I think, a year now. Uh, they, they, uh, uh, let's see. They're giving him a four-year, $120 million extension, including $72.2 million guaranteed, and also including $52.535 million at signing. So he get the $52 million as soon as he signs. And then they made an even bigger mistake by signing to, uh, Taron Armstead. And the $72.2 million total becomes fully guaranteed at the start of the 2020 Three league year. So he got one year to be good till he gets all that money. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> you said it right. Got to be good. Be good. Yeah, man. And it's crazy because how many years ago has it been since they uh, dumped Laramie Tunsil? Oh no, that's a good question. Because when they got rid of him, he was their biggest cap hit. And like, I believe it was like twenty six, twenty seven million. Mm-hmm. But he was like what number one, number two offensive line, I mean offensive tackle in the league, which yeah. which is understandable. But you get rid of him to add more to your salary cap hell. I don't know what the heck Stephen Ross is doing down there, or. Mike McDaniel. I really don't know what they're doing. They're just making another mistake. So you hate the trade. I do. I do. 
if I was Tyreek and I had the options of going between Dolphins and the Jets, I would have went to the Jets because Zach Wilson has a better arm than Tua. I don't know if you watched too much of uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, I watched that. That, yeah, boy, I watched that, that boy got a cannon on him, man. But I get why he's going to I get why he's going to Florida. It's warm and it ain't no state tax. Yep. He don't wanna go to New York making getting all that type of signing bonus. <laughs> Them tax take whew, a pretty chunk out yeah, of that. That and uh I don't think he can handle the New York media. Yeah, that New York media definitely tough. Uh, New York the uh, New York media Hell, the the Philly media is even worse. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. I see. Uh, Butler went back to Malcolm Butler went back to New England. Why? I I don't understand that one. No place like home, <laughs> bro. I, I, nah, I'm sorry. I would still feel some kind of way when you're the best defensive player and you get benched in the Super Bowl. Mm. I, I, I will feel some kind of way about that. I'm sorry. And you would too. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. They must have rectified their differences or something. Because that's saying a lot. What, Bill Belichick? Come on now. I guarantee he treats his own kids probably like uh, ra- random people in the streets. <laughs> Yo, he got his son working on staff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't see how they made amends. Hell, you had to go to quarterback and you treated him like a like a random person on the street. Make you think he gonna treat Malcolm Butler any special. They say that's the business right there. You get long in the tooth, they got to let you go. So now that I see the, the now that the Chiefs that gotten rid of Tyreek, man, they not even the favorites to win that division now. Yeah, they didn't took a slide because how San Diego and the Raiders reloading and the Broncos reloading. Yeah, my, my pick to win that division now is the Chargers. That's my pick. Yeah, I like the Chargers too. But what they got off that edge defensively, mm-hmm. they got on the back end too, mm-hmm. and then defensively that young that young still that's letting it fly. Yeah. Yeah, but legitimately, that's the only division in football where all four of those teams can go to the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. No, I was ready to say the AFC North, but Pittsburgh ain't going nowhere with Trubisky at quarterback. <laughs> My bad. Basically, what Trubisky is going to be in 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 uh in, in Pittsburgh is a white Cordell Stewart. God, white Cordell Stewart. You remember Cordell Slash, man? Yeah, I remember, I, I remember Cordell. <laughs> how, how he fit the Cordell mode, though? Cordell can fly. I mean, Trubisky can run with the ball, too, now. Yeah, he can run. He that, that's why I said a white Cordell Stewart. I mean. Yeah, you ridiculous. <laughs> 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 But, uh, oh, man, what else happened today? Uh, what do you think they're going to happen with Baker, man? You think they're going to cut that boy? They got to do something. Because uh, uh, it just came out. Um, 
not too long ago that they won a first rounder for for Baker. They ain't not getting about, that. That, that. It's too much rumblings for them to still get a first rounder. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. Like all the other people were saying, more than likely, the Browns gonna have to pay to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. They are crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, I got to send you. I'm gonna send you the link and messenger. Devontae got raw in a part in a podcast last night. Who? Devontae Adams. Oh yeah. Yeah, he got raw. Uh, when I get out of here, I'm gonna send you the link. He got. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay. He came out openly about Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay uh, organization, the fan base, why he went to the Raiders, all of that. He got wrong. I ain't gonna tell you what he said. You need to listen for yourself. Yeah, I, I gotta have yeah. that. I do a recap on that too. Uh oh. Who that speaking? I just heard somebody else. I thought somebody else was speaking. Nah, nah. Came up yet? Yeah. If you're in the listeners group and you want to talk about UVA's pro day or anything with the NFL, college basketball, just request. Like I said, I got probably 30 more minutes, and then we're going to shut it down. Huh. No, I ain't done this. He was up in Charlottesville today. Yeah, I was covering oh, the pro okay. day. Okay. And um, it aired on um, ACC Network Extra and also on the ESPN app. So it was fun doing that. You think, you, you think y'all got any first-rounders? No, nah, I think Jelani Woods, the tight end, can go as high as the second round, though. I don't think he'll be yeah, the first take round. Him, though? Who was tight end needy? The Cowboys worked him oh. out today. One on one. Nah, yeah. Go ahead. I don't, I don't think he want to go to that uh, to that organization. I don't <laughs> think he would want to go there. Uh-uh. Hey, Bama, you can speak. You go ahead. Uh, I just want to say this. I didn't get a chance to listen today, but I saw all kinds of people saying that that is so up your alley. Your voice was great. You did a great job. I just hope you get more and more of that stuff. You know, I love listening to you when you were doing the Tuesday nights with um, the coach. It was I, it was the best I'd heard because the questions you asked were so good. So, just put your hand up. Get more and more of that stuff. It's definitely up your your alley. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. I felt like I was in my element, and it was fun just, like, interviewing Coach Tony Elliott. Somebody was making fun of me because they said I called him Franklin one time, and that's because the head coach for the track team, his name is Tony Franklin. So I'm so used to saying Coach Franklin, and his name is Tony also, that I probably did call him Tony Franklin once. But just speaking to Coach Elliott, and then talking to the players, both um, the current guys and guys that were part of the pro day, it's just fun, man. I just I just love being in that element and, and just talking football. So I appreciate that, and definitely I uh, hope I can continue doing the the coaching show with Coach Ellie. I think me and him got a good rapport from the time we, we spoke. So see my man BJ in the gulags. Let me let me get BJ up here. He might not be able to speak. See if you want to speak. If you want to speak, just um hit the request, man. This this for you guys, because if you missed it, then I could recap uh what I saw. Um there were some guys that probably didn't help themselves. 
but they may have other opportunities in which they can have one-on-one workouts with teams. Um, I know some guys were disappointed in some of their times and that's, that's natural, man. It's, it's tough. Like you can't sleep the night before a pro day. You could just not relax and be uptight when you're running. And then you hear that time and you still have four and five drills left and you still have your, your position drills left. So you got to fight through it. And, um, Hopefully somebody still take a chance or I mean, just say, you know what, you may not have time well, but we'll bring you bring you to camp anyway and see how you produce when you're on those pads. Cause you got guys who can run fast times and they still don't do nothing once you get them in between those lines. So it could be a gift and a curse. You just at the end of the day, you still gotta perform when you put that helmet on. But it don't hurt to run a fast forty. <laughs> it never hurts to have a fast forty. So I was happy for you. Nobody saw that. When he ran that four three, I said, Good God, what what? And I that's like I, I, I was telling folks during the year, we have DBs in the back end that can run fast. Cause what to me was never about speed, it was about technique and our eyes being bad and why those guys are getting beat. They can run. Like Anthony Johnson, he can run. Bratton, he can run. When Bryce Hall was here, he can run. Juan Thornhill was here, he can run. And Juan you know, he got beat once or twice. Not a lot, but it's not all about speed for a DB, man. It's about technique, hips, understanding angles. Now, if somebody said we take bad angles, I could agree with that. We were taking some bad angles this year. But I knew we always had speed on the back end. I ain't know Joy was that fast. I'm not going to cap. I thought he'd run like a four, four, five. Or four four seven, but four three eight. Like goodness. That's getting it. <laughs> <laughs> for a safety, a six two and a quarter, six three, like two hundred, two oh five, because he he like he gained some muscle. That's 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 somebody coming down the alley with a lot of force. You know physics. Mm-hmm. He come on hill. That sounds like Kyle Pitts status, because Kyle Pitts, he ran like a 4-4, didn't he? Yeah, Kyle, yeah. And he He's a freak. He was a freak. A freak of nature. I mean, our tight end today, Jelani Woods, you know, 6'7", 265, ran a 4-6-1 at the combine. Pitts ran, what, a 4-4? Something like that. A 4-5? Somewhere right around there. Yeah. So, some avatars out here, man. Definitely is. They built different, boy. It's so much understanding of 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 mechanics and and supplements, medicine, science that the the athlete is evolving. They getting more explosive. That don't mean they're getting better, but you will hope as time goes on, the athlete continues to get better. Like the the, the athletes that play today should be better than the athletes that played back when. Uh, Jerry Rice in the play because you you would think as you evolve you're getting better, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I still ain't seen a cornerback better than Dion. <laughs> oh, better, yeah, yeah, Dion, yeah, yeah. He still his his athleticism was stand was stand the test of time, no matter what. The closest person I've seen so far that can shut down one side of the field like he can is Jalen Ramsey. And maybe, maybe Revis. 
I'm about to say Reeves before Ramsey, actually. Oh, okay. Maybe I got my order in wrong. My bad. No, no, no. I was about to say with you, like, because I, like, I like Ramsey, too. I like uh, Reeves as well. I think those two guys. And then Patrick Peter had a couple of seasons where he was very good. Maybe. And then Julio Jones just snatched that that confidence away from him. Boy, I cried when we traded him away. <laughs> I cried when we traded him away. That, yeah. that literally hurt my soul. Y'all had him playing that cover, too. So let that man just lock up. I know it. I know it. We love that cover, too, down in Tampa. I know we do. Yo, Tremaine, what's up, man? It's been a minute, Tremaine. You want to get your country twang in here, Tremaine? BJ, what's up, man? How you been, bro? I'm good. How y'all doing? Good, man. Hey, look, man. It was nice to see you uh, doing a czar-free space. I needed a break. Yeah, man, we uh, this is too serious and, and really too much IQ for czar to be a part of. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, obviously Juan blew me away. Or, I'm sorry, not Juan. Joey. Joey. <laughs> Uh, Joey blew me away. Like you said, I thought he was close to the four 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 five, and he comes out with a four three eight. I was like, God dang, man! Um, <laughs> I, I liked uh, Rashawn Henry. Uh, I think mm-hmm. his vertical that was that was impressive. I think that would have put him, if I read correctly, uh, if he would have been at the combine, he'd have tested sixth out of all the receivers that went. Um, so, whatever that's worth. But I, th- I mean, the most impressive, I think. Of all the athletes we got in the draft this year, has got to be Jelani. I mean, for what he can do at his size and his speed, uh, I think he'll be a steal. I don't know. I know second round's probably good for a tight end. Y'all mentioned Pitts. He did run that four four four. But I, I only remember that because he they asked him what he thought about his time. And he said uh, something about how much he loved the four 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 from Wendy's, so he was happy about it. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Uh, I'm gonna share something in the. In the who in the who vision at the top that says Jelani Woods is now the number one most athletic tight end prospect ever. So check that out at the top. Yeah, I mean, I would still if I was start if I was trying to start a, a franchise, I think I'd probably still give Pitts the edge, just because mm-hmm. I think he's he's a little faster. Um, I think he's got more ball skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we watched Jelani, you watched it. I mean, there were some times where. Uh, you know, he just unexplainable drops, not finishing routes, um, things like that. I don't think you get that as often with with Pitts. Uh, but I also think there's their stock in Oklahoma State was not going to be relevant last year, and I think he transferred to get a little bit more notoriety, make some noise, and I can see him trying to protect himself a little bit as well, protect his stock. Yeah. Um, I mean, and there's a business to it, man. There's a business side to sports and. You know that that comes with the territory, but yeah, I think he uh, he's the most impressive person we got coming out right now. Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. And I just uh, shared Joey Blunt's four three eight in Who Vision. So he checked in that pro day. He's two hundred. He was two hundred and one pounds on the scale. Four three eight in the forty. Ten seven in the broad. Twenty on two twenty five. So twenty reps on two twenty five, and then a thirty eight inch vert. But Joey Blunt. So, sheesh. Yeah. Have yourself a day, young man. Dude's a stud. He just, he just made himself a lot of money. 
Yes, sir. Oh, on the side note, apparently Kyrie can play home games now. I, I don't. Somebody just sent me that, so I got to see if that's legit. Oh, 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 wait. They lifted the mandate um, in Washington? I don't know, man. People like to play in my emotions because they know I'm a Kyrie Irving fan, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. I'm about to go look that now. I'm about to go look that up right now. It don't help that they're in Memphis tonight, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they on the road this, tonight. Oh, I guess. Uh, this is from Yahoo. Uh, he can he'll be cleared to play home games. Yeah, New York has on Thursday. Uh, New York's changing the private sector vaccine mandate to allow exemptions for athletes and entertainers in their workplace. Mm-mm. And it also Mm-mm. it also applies for unvaccinated Yankees and Mets players as well. See, once the ML, once the MLB got involved, they yep. had to make a change because them boys are like, "What? No, nah, hey, hey, yeah, because you know MLB is the biggest money maker out of the Big Four. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna share that. I'm gonna share this in the top two. I know, I know, it's not UVA related, but Kyrie always under discussion, so gotta put it in. Oh, the so that means now uh, Brooklyn can actually play for the first seed now. Where when is Ben going to play though? Uh, it was reported that he has a herniated disc in his back or something like that. Oh, come on! Wait a minute, a herniated disc he ain't even paid. They didn't get a, phys- hey, didn't get a physical for their trade. <laughs> no, like, hey, don't 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 quote me on the actual thing. No, 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 I, I, I'm not quoting you like. Right yeah, no one's coming at you. Yeah, I'm just speaking like Lucy. Like, oh man. <laughs> That poor kid. God dang. For real. Yeah, it's a herniated disc. All right. Yeah. And and they said he just got an epidural to his L4 disc of his lower spine. Mm. Well, and he's in good shape. He can't feel it. Yeah. But but part of it, I really think, and they don't want to say it, there's something something wrong with him in his head. In, in what term? In what sense? Like a like like learning disability or like concussion? No, like no, no, like maybe his confidence, anxiety, something like that. Because I don't know, man. When when you perform like that in, in a playoff game, and then your 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 co-star and your coach come out and say the things that they said about you, it's gonna do something to your ego, man. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about, you know, back when uh, AB walked off the field, we were in a space together, and I think we were talking about, you know, mental health and and stuff like that. And has anyone checked on Baker? <laughs> yeah. Like, and like I know that's funny, but like for real, like you yeah. look at what he's going through. Like that's got to be some hard stuff to go from being a starting quarterback, thinking mm-hmm. you're about to get a contract mm-hmm. to now there's zero market for you. The one place you could have gone to have a decent shot at making. And I thought, I thought Indianapolis would be a great spot for him. Very quarterback friendly. Doesn't really get in anybody's way out there. He's, you know, decent division to still compete. And then they go sign Matt Ryan. And now they're, you know, there's no market for him. Someone needs to check on that guy. <laughs> No, bro, it's nothing wrong with his mental health. I'll tell you what's wrong with with, with Baker. He's immature, and he wears his emotions on his sleeve. Mm 
two things that should not be as a man. I agree. I agree to an extent. I personally, coming out of coming out of Oklahoma, I really thought his mentality and his attitude was a perfect fit for the for the body of the Cleveland fan base. I really did. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's got Cleveland written all over him. I mean, I, I get it. They're a rabbit fan base, and they're, they're, the Browns. That's one of the most loyal fan bases in the league, boy. Gotta be. <laughs> Good night. I get it. I get it. And if I can pivot back to the pro day, the one day, one thing that kind of discouraged me is, is seeing uh, Darrington trying to fight through the the hammy man. That's mm. like, like that's a tough spot because folks love to like get on players like to be tough and play through injuries, but it's like this is when you got to save the player from themselves. And I wish I could have just went over there and be like, "Hey, man, don't." Don't do anything else. Like, just try to talk to a team and, and see who wants to bring you in on a personal workout, let you heal up in like a week, week and a half, and then perform them. Because as much as, you know, you love the heart and you love the toughness, they, 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 they'll use that against you too. And so that, that was one thing from today I, I was struggling with. I was like, man, just don't, like, sit down. Don't keep doing it. Was there, I mean, was his stock going to go up or down, participating or not, do you think? I mean, he felt like he had to participate. Um, and he was still showing explosiveness from jumping. I, I knew he would lift well. I knew he would jump well. Um, here's a guy that averaged, what, like seven yards a carry for us last year and his limited touches. He plays, like, I didn't need to see his 40. He's fast on the field to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, We've seen plenty of guys throughout the years in the NFL. They don't run, quote, unquote, fast 40s, but they always run away from guys. They get separation. They break long runs. Like, he's one of those players, like, you put the ball in his hand, he's going to go. That's it. He's going to pick him up and put him down. Uh, but when, when you're in a predicament, um, I was in the same one, like, where you're not on a lot of draft boards, you, you have to be a part of pro days. Like, you can't afford, like you said, you can't afford to just say, Hey, I'm not feeling a hundred percent, and that yeah, it kind of forces your hand in a sense. Mm. But whoever get them, whoever brings them in, <laughs> let me tell you something, Jack. <laughs> they gonna get the one because he he the fifth Ninja Turtle. That's how strong and big. That's how strong he is. Yeah, that that he gonna be all right. Oh, and also the update on the Ben Simmons. Apparently, he's has he's having arthroscopic surgery on his left knee. Ah, dang, Ben! They got damn is good. <laughs> you got. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. Carvana is in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. They even offer customizable financing so you can plan your down and monthly payments. To shop thousands of affordable vehicles 100% online, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Availability may vary by market. Got. You got got, got to be more careful. It seemed like Philly pulled a fast one on him. (laughs) For now. 
Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Boy came in hot. Yeah, come on, man. You see the title? You see the when you see the V in the you know what I'm saying? Uh, fault, you see the fault. diamonds and crossroads, baby. This is this PG. My bad, my come bad, on. my bad, my bad. I, I got a little excited. You know what I'm saying? Nah. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know if any of y'all play World of Warcraft, but he came in there like Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> hey, nah, you. Hey, Hawk know how I feel. I'm, you know, I'm on the Kyrie fan club this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, I put it up there in the, in the Who Vision for you. You know what I'm saying? I knew you enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 what happened? <laughs> Everybody gonna get quiet. Now, now what's gonna happen? You know what I, mean? I just watched Stephen A. Smith on the pivot. Oh yeah, yeah. Salute to Stephen A. Man, people people know I love to go at Stephen A. But I admire him from afar. I know he he laid the groundwork and paid the way for gentlemen like myself. So it's always the utmost respect. But I just don't like his stance with with. Kyrie. I feel like like yo, you can't question KD's leadership because KD is just like, what you want me to do? Keep like. Killing him through words and in front of the public, or just keep everything private. Yeah, like I respect leaders who don't put things out on front street. Like keep everything close to the vest. To me, that's a leader. Yeah, you ain't gotta be ripping everybody a new one in front of everybody. Like you don't. You really don't, man. You say, hey, man, I'm gonna talk to him. We're gonna be fine. Hey, Ahmad, have you listened to Jason Whitlock on his podcast? Um, yo, nah. Well, I, I mean, I ain't listened to him in a couple months, but Jason could get, he could get, he could get down and dirty. He pretty much has a stance just like Stephen A, but he's mm-hmm. much raw with his words. Oh yeah, yeah. Jason Woodlock get down right nasty now. Uh, dang it, I can't say what he is because this is a PG channel. Yeah, thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you up here, Mar, because I don't like how all of a sudden how Tyreek Hill gets this big payday. And now all I hear on, on Fox uh, news or, I mean, you know, these Fox sports shows, all of a sudden, you know, you don't, you don't want to pay that much for a slot receiver. I was like, well, last time I checked, he was playing the X. When did he become a slot receiver? He's not a slot receiver. I mean, look, man, six years. He's, in a, he's a kick returner converted into a wide receiver. Six years in the NFL, you were averaging a thousand yards and nine touchdowns. I mean, you call him what you want to, but his production says, "Oh, he gonna he gonna he gonna get out of it." Yeah. That's what we do. We look at numbers. We look at how somebody produced year in year out, and he get busy. That's all I'm hey, saying. Now, uh, the, the way I'm looking at it now, I mean, looking at Tyreek's production, heck, my receiver Mike Evans, this is his last year on his contract, and I'm wondering what he gonna ask my squad for. Mm, that's true. Nah. And, he, and he's the most consistent receiver in the league right now. No difference on that. He is. And you know what's going to happen, though? It's always the other team that will give you what people yep. call that overpayment. Yep. Except yep. for except for Devontae. Devontae could have got more to stay in Green Bay. But he, he, went, to, uh, he went to Vegas. Unpopular pain. Devontae deserved every penny of that money and Tyreek did. Dang. I think I don't you kind of sleep. I think you kind of sleep on Tyreek. What Tyreek can actually do, sir? What, no, I'm not. What we doing? No, 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 I'm not. Tyreek is a five-time All-Pro. 
And what did he do in the Super Bowl against us? I mean, I mean, quarterback, what? your quarterback has to get the ball to him, doesn't he? Yes, he does. It's a team game, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'm just saying. I mean, your guy is under pressure. How can he get the ball to Tyreek Hill? Hey, bro, I, I might be biased, but he's not better than the two receivers that I have. Who? He talking about Godwin and Evans. Yeah, this sounds no, kind of biased. I give, I give it. I give it to what Evans is more because he's better than Godwin. But Evans, Evans is Evans is one of the better receivers that don't get the love he should. But he's better than Godwin though. Yeah, like he's just not. He's not as tall as them. But you ain't no three time first team All Pro just and for nothing. Exactly. Oh, and, now, hey, and look, I only count two of those All Pros because that first All Pro that he got, he so got a kick return. Yeah. All right. You right about that. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm worried about me because we got Justin Jefferson. Then. You know, he's looking at all this stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's oh, looking at your oh, No, 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 no. He's looking at your quarterback. I need, you, I need to ask you a question, bro. Mm-hmm. How is your average quarterback getting all of this guaranteed money? Fully guaranteed money. You got to ask Washington about that because he's the, the trend started in Washington. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, hey, Kirk Cousins, he all, Kirk always going to get what you signed him up for. No. I'm going to tell you what it is. So Kirk Cousins always finds himself in a position where he's the only quarter. He's the best quarterback mm-hmm. available on the market at that time. Yep. Yep. So you got to pay him based off that value. He has perfect timing, bro. His contracts is crazy. Yeah. It's, crazy. it's just one thing. So just, just, just luck, luck of the draw, G. No, I just don't understand how he is getting – fully guaranteed money for seven years of being average. You got that agent, man. I mean, but the numbers ain't average. That's what he That's what he backs up off hey, of. Bro, bro I, I'm not talking about numbers. I get the numbers. My eye test says otherwise. But when you look, when you get into these, uh, these meetings with these folks that barely watch football, they go with analytics, and his analytics backfire. Them, them analytics, hey, they love Analytics love Kirk Cousins, man. <laughs> Bro, I don't get it. Love Kirk Cousins. Look, look, I, I understand, you know, old school, we all, we look, we know about the eye test, how good you are in those moments. You know what I'm saying? But analytics love him, man. Like, he always hey, look, at the end of the day, hey, look, at the end of the day, the money got to go somewhere. Somebody going to get as yeah, they paid. Bro, <laughs> look, hey, Kirk Cousins had 33 touchdowns, seven, seven interceptions. And over 4,000 yards. I mean... I, I, I view Kirk Cousins in the same window as Drew Brees. Nothing what? more. Yeah, nothing oh. more than a glorified stat pattern. Whoa. Oh, Drew Brees is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, wait, wait a, a minute. minute. That might be a little bit of Tampa Bay bias over Amad, there, killer. Ahmad, you do not want to get into this argument with me. I know his stats out the back of my head. I watched that man for 17 years. Hey, said, I bet you, I, I bet you gonna scream out some team stats. No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna scream out team stats. I'm gonna scream out air distance yards, pass per uh, pass yards per attempt. Okay. So you you want to do this? Yeah, because you gotta. Oh, nah, you gotta read the smoke. Huh? <laughs> I mean, you do. I mean, that's the thing. You do have to read the defense. Yeah. 
So right. the, the quicker yeah. I can get the ball out, the better. So if it's what we call, and I love what people say, oh, all he do is dink and dunk. Do you know how much skill it takes to dink and dunk? Because you actually have to read. You got to throw receivers open. Like, we got to stop just saying dink and dunk because it sounds like it's good. Like, no. There's a lot of these quarterbacks that that be taking shots that should dink and dunk because somebody wide open and you throwing 15 yards down the field to somebody that's covered. No. Drew Brees ain't never had all. What? He ne- no, he's about never, that. never had all. Never. Oh, boy. Hey, man. Look. <laughs> no, but look, and look, and look, and yes, and this is coming from a place, from a biased place with me being a Buccaneer. <laughs> yes, it's coming from there. But the numbers don't lie. For a career, he has an average passing distance of 5.8 yards. What does that tell you? What? Where you find that at? Bro, you can go find it on any stat sheet. Yes, he has. It's, it's 7.6. For his whole career, yards game or that's yard game per pass attempt, uh, adjusted yards game per attempt, yards game per completion. Well, I know the end result is he has what two five thousand yard seasons. Stat padding. Oh my! God. Oh, oh come on, y'all gotta stop. Hey yo, he buys. <laughs> y'all gotta he stop buys. with this. He got I told four, you I'm buying. He gotta he stop got with four, this. Four five thousand yard passing seasons, bro. Forty six touchdowns, forty three touchdowns. Another year, like. What are we doing? Eighty thousand yards was career. He's hell. He's just another Aaron Rodgers. I mean, is that a bad thing? Like, what is your job? Your job is to throw the ball. Like, hey, bro, you, hey you got all what that. Is, what are you supposed to do? Like, I'm, hey, I'm you got, you hey, you got all this, sir. You got all this talent, <laughs> and you're lauded as one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league. But you only got past the NFC Championship game once. See, I knew he was going to do a team thing. I knew it. There you go. I told y'all you. Gotta, y'all got to stop that, man. It's, I'm it's not going to stop. It's I'm really hard. Up. It's really hard to win a championship, bro, especially <laughs> in a team sport. Like, we – it ain't just like the quarterback just does not – is not the only deciding factor of winning a Super Bowl. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's more to it. Okay, then. I understand what, how the media likes to and what say that quarterback has... is a reason, but there's a lot of less talented quarterbacks that have championships, bro. We oh, know this. Okay, okay. Then look at this there. <laughs> the LA Rams. Uh-huh. Wait, what did they do last offseason? They went and got Matt Stafford. Okay. Season before that, the Buccaneers, what did they do? They got Tom Brady. So you can't tell me the quarterback is not <laughs> important. So you can't right. leave, you can't right. leave oh, stuff oh, out. I like that. I like that. Were they the only additions? They was the most important addition. Were they the only? Uh, yes or no? Were they the only additions? No, they was not. Did they go get targets alongside that quarterback? With like, the Buc- they got weapons. So no. like, when Tom came, no, no, no. who did Tom also bring? The only important piece that he, he really brought with him was Fournette. We didn't need Gronk because we already had did, two athletic did, uh, did, 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 did Gronk make a difference? Not really. To me, no. Oh, boy. Man, you are <laughs> terrible. <laughs> And this is this is why. If you pay, if you if you have paid attention to Bruce Arians from the time that he was in Arizona till now, 
He does not use tight ends. Okay. Am I lying? No, but they use Gronk. Mainly as a run blocker. And yeah. uh, and uh, and on the goal line as well. He was he was y'all guy to no. Touchdown. Uh, not not on the no 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 not on not on the goal line because who was who was number one number one target in, in our red zone offense? Mike Evans. He has the most uh, red zone touchdown since 2018. Don't play with me on that. Since 2018, but since Gronk got there, who got more? Him or Gronk? No, actually, I think Evans got more since uh, Gronk has been there. Okay. I'm, I got to look at that. No, no. Was that is that this year? Let me see. So this year, this year, Evans, I believe, I believe Evans scored thirteen. Let me see the playoffs because this one Gronk get busy in the playoffs. Let's look at the playoffs. Okay, Gronk. That's what he made, what he made for y'all, Brody. That he like he stayed in the end zone in the playoffs. Uh, I know Gronk scored two in the bowl. Uh, he didn't score against the Packers. He definitely didn't score against the uh, the the Aints. And uh, what this year or, or when y'all won the Super Bowl? Well, we won the bowl. Okay. And uh, I'm not sure if he scored against the Skins. Uh, this past this past playoffs, I know he scored against the Eagles. I don't know if he scored against the Rams. So I know. Well, we know he scored in the Super Bowl twice. The year y'all won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let me see. Did he? He didn't score against the Aints. Mm-mm. Okay. Might be right. Maybe the Super Bowl. <laughs> let's, not, let's not act like that. When y'all first got um, Tom Brady, y'all drafted offensive lineman. We drafted y'all one. Got, y'all got y'all got uh was it Winfield Jr. Y'all also got um. We talking here that y'all got hey, that hey. y'all got your linebackers too. Uh, free agent wise, we ain't talking. Well, no, we, my bad, not free. Agent. <laughs> we ain't talking draft picks because oh, that stuff matters. Because they probably want to no, do the no, same thing. Free, they want to done the no, same thing. Uh, no, the question that you asked me was: Is when Tom Brady came here, who did he bring with him? He didn't bring draft picks with him, did he? Okay, he brought A. B. and he brought. Uh, he didn't bring. Well, technically, he didn't bring A. B. AB only came on because Godwin, Godwin and Evans was fucking hurt. Oh, excuse my language, was hurt. Yeah. Right. Mm. And we know who green lighted that though, because Aaron. <laughs> I was gonna say, that. like, you think he would have been there if Tom Brady wasn't oh, there? I, bro, 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 I get it. I get it. Brady and LeBron are the same. They're, they're player GMs. I get it. I get it. But no, nah, you you up there trying to trying to discredit the quarterback position like it ain't the most important position on the team. I don't. Feel, I, I feel like that to me. I don't that, fall into that. Narrative. I, I don't feel like it's the the most important. I really don't. Do you need? Is it is it one that requires the most stability or the least amount of errors? Yeah, that that one you can't make a lot. That's the position you can't make a lot. I guess that makes it the most important thing if you can't make a lot of errors. I mean, y'all won the championship with Brad Johnson. So, I mean, what are we talking about here? And bro, <laughs> I have more. And bro, I have more respect for that ring than the one we won with Brady. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm just saying, y'all won with Brad Johnson. And and that's the thing that makes me hot. We won with free agent quarterbacks. Can we win with a homegrown quarterback for a change? Yeah, he has said said that in the past. That that's one thing that eats me up about my squad, man. Hey, Tremaine, man, you you got anything you want to say, brother? I know you've been on mute, waiting patiently. Or you in, in you in the barbershop getting your bald head a cut or something? <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Uh, don't you ever post another photo of you running a marathon with your kneecaps looking like you just sponsored the Winter Olympics? You hear me? <laughs> hey man, that's salt from sweat, brother. That ain't ass. <laughs> Oh, oh Lord! Ooh. <laughs> hey man, that's Ooh. messed up, man. No, no. I, I listen. I was pissed off when I saw Tyreek go to Miami because that's Buffalo's rival, and I was like, "Damn, we got to see him twice now." Yeah, I'm, but they, but but say according to uh, the scout said, Tua can't throw farther than twenty yards, so y'all good. Yeah, uh, Tua has been hurt too. Like coming off coming off a hip injury, bro. <laughs> bro, that's like a that's like, that's really like a two year thing. You just not just coming off off a hip injury. Like even it takes more than a year just to heal off of that, bro. Who else do the Dolphins got on a on a team at quarterback? Let me listen. Hey, but the weapons and the way that that offensive uh the offensive coach is going to use those weapons. It's crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I just don't like the fact how they pretty much do it. Brian Flores like the ways that Steve Kerr did, old boy, for Golden State. Mm. It's, oh, the yeah. same, it's the same situation. Mm. No, you can't. No, you can't compare that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got a better comparison. Go ahead. Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr, Tony Dungy, John Gruden. I knew you was gonna throw that one out there. You couldn't wait. <laughs> I know he couldn't wait. Hey, what you, what you expect? Both, both of those coaches won with another with with a black man's team. So, yeah, yeah, because I think Flores had to change that whole culture around. So, because yeah. what? How long? What? What? What do they say about how long it takes to actually change an NFL team? What's the average they say? Two to three years. Yeah, two to three years to really change it. Mm-hmm. They ain't get that man enough time, man. Yeah, I don't like the other quarterbacks behind Tua on roster right now. They better go get them a gunslinger. They went on a losing. They lost like the first four or five games and then went on a winning streak. Of course. Oh, they got Teddy, Bridge, Teddy Bridgewater there, my fault. Yeah. Look, look. Teddy's I mean, going out there. Hey. If, they use, if they use um, Tyreek Hill and um, – Jalen Waddle, like the way that they used Debo in San Francisco, and he was there for that for San Francisco. Uh, Miami gonna be crazy, bro, because you got two speed guys that are just ridiculous. Like you just not, they get past you with a rat. With a, with a quarterback, with a quarterback that has the arm of Drew Brees. Two uh, two is the black Drew Brees. Hey, Cut Drew, it. Hey, Drew threw the tag in Junior like it was nothing though. 
No, you are a bull, bull crap because you know two. You know Ted Ginn got but, most of his got most of his yards after the catch. No, no, I'm talking about deep. I'm talking about deep passes, bro. But you got guys that can do do work after the um after the pass. So you can do these crossing routes, these different routes, and have them. You can do a bunch of packages with them. But do you think them little frail boys waddling and, and, and Hill is going to go across the middle and get cracked? Tyreek not frail, bro. I don't no, know. Tyreek, I don't know who like you looking at, bro. Like, I can see Waddle. I can see Waddle having concern for him. Yeah, Tyreke. Waddle just got here. You know Yo, what I'm saying? Like a running back, bro. And you see him in person, you'd be like, yeah. Hell. <laughs> and then you got Devontae Parker, <laughs> and you got Gusecki, who had a great year. He like what six six. Devontae he, Parker. Devontae Parker still there? Yes, he is. I thought he was the number one once uh, Landry left. He was. He kept getting hurt. Then he had a thousand yard season, and then they had that losing streak. And then they, you know, mm, okay. did what he did. But as far as for him, yeah, he's still there. And uh, they oh. just picked up Chase Edmonds, and they got Raheem Mostert, who's still fast. I think Juju might Mike. be okay. I think Juju might be okay in KC just because Andy Andy can put receivers in better better positions to be successful. I, well, that's one thing about Andrew Reid I like. He takes mm-hmm. care of his receivers and how he can get them open. Hey, what about his O-line? Like? I ain't saying he's going to be like. Well, they just they picked, do, up, they, they just uh, picked up Armstead from the Saints. You mean the Aints, but he stays hurt. Yeah. When Ooh, he, he played, though, he, he play. But, yeah, you right. He hurt. He, man, he got – look, Armstead only averages maybe eight to nine games a year. I mean, if and honestly, if 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 uh, Tua has any type of mobility like he had in college, if you can get back to that, nah, that little mobility ain't gonna do nothing in the league. Nope, nope. <laughs> nah, not in the NFL. Nah, you. They gonna gobble. Him. They gonna gobble him up. Little button, you can go ahead and beat Drew Brees and check down to them speedy guys, right? Right, he said. That's why I told you he's the black Drew Brees. Hey, what do y'all think? Uh, what do y'all think, uh, Mr. Trubisky's gonna do? His new opportunity. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, Amar, what I call him? <laughs> Calling a white Cordell Stewart. <laughs> oh boy! See what you did, Tremaine? Oh, come on, man! Come on. Yeah, already got past this, and you was in here when he said it. You knew what you was doing. I wasn't. I wasn't oh. paying attention. My bad. My bad. I mean, if if, if he can be uh, at least half a productive as Rosberger trash behind been for the past two years. I mean, you know. Hey, yo, Juju really had two straight seasons with a 97-yard touchdown reception. Mm-hmm. Good gracious. Yeah, that's when A.B. was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we remember that. That's, that's why uh, if people, if people keep telling me he's going to be a number one, number two. He is not a number one. Well, no. Travis Kelsey going to make him, uh, quote, air quotations, number one, because Travis is really the number one receiver right now in KC. Yeah. Yeah. So they dropped another one. You know. And Miko Hardman, that boy right there is just too damn inconsistent. Yeah, he's fast in the mud. Uh, if I'm Kansas City, I'm going after that kid from Alabama. Julio. Jameson, Jameson Williams. Yeah, go get Julio, too. He on the market. Hey, man. No. <laughs> you want Julio in, in Tampa? No. I mean, don't get me wrong. Julio is one of the best receivers to play the game. In the history, 
But he's at the he he's on his last leg, man. He Boy, can't man, huh? At the end of the road, huh? Yeah, he can't stay healthy, man. Uh, he got a pair of hamstrings. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> and didn't he tear his ACL like in his seventh or eighth uh, year? Tear the ACL? I know on this third season, he only played five games. I don't know what that injury was. But other than that, he was fairly healthy until his last year in Atlanta. He only played nine. And last year, he played just ten games. No. What it was, he was fairly healthy until after that Super Bowl. And then that's when the injury bug started hitting him. I mean, he played in – what year was the Super Bowl? That was 23. That was a 23. Yeah, that was – 16? 16, 17? Yeah. Okay, so if it was 16, he played in 16 games of 17, 16 games of 18, 15 games of 19. Then I, stand, I stand corrected there. My bad. And then I think so. The 2020 year is really what had everybody just thinking he was washed because he only has he only played nine games. And then this year don't look good. In ten games, he had 31 catches and 400 yards, which is a career low. And that was not even worth 22 million that he was getting. Nah, it was one touchdown. Mm-mm. I mean, here's a guy in 2015. I mean, from 2014 season, he had 1,500 yards, 1,800 yards, 1,400, 1,400, 1,600, 1,300. Well, basically 1,400 that year, and then 771. And I don't know if y'all remember that game. This is why I will forever hate Julio. Huh? I don't know if y'all remember that Monday night game where they destroyed us 56 7. Mm hmm. Julio had four touchdowns that game and close to 300 yards. Yeah. Who was checking him? The win? Uh, Probably uh, dude uh, let, let me, uh, some Some no-name dude. I can't – I think uh, – oh, I know who it was, that piece of crap, Chris Conti from the Bears, that uh, – <laughs> hey, Don't be surprised if Julio signs with the Chiefs. That's what I was saying, too. I thought he may go to the Chiefs, too. I mean, I mean, to be real, I think Julio is washed. And why would KC go sign another washed receiver when they already got Josh Yeah, Gordon? but to go to KC, Julio's going to take a discount. Oh, they do got Josh Gordon. Yeah, they got Josh Gordon. So why would they want a, another washed receiver? I think Josh I don't. Gordon. I think Julio's not what he used to be, but he's not. I don't think he's washed by any means. Mm-hmm. What up, Tremaine? You got your hand up. You could just unmute. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm getting ready to uh I'm ready to hop off, but I wanted to get you guys to stop. I'm about to flip the whole subject over to basketball, the NIT okay. yep. uh last night. Uh couple of thoughts. Uh first of all, that, that last shot Saint Bonaventure got that the dude got fouled on. Nobody touched him. Like, I, I went back and watched that play. I don't know how many times. They called the foul on uh, Franklin. He's the farthest dude away from the dude. He just, Armand just jumped up and refs like, you cuss, you're going to get the foul. Yeah. Uh, that one, and then, um, well, I mean, at the end of the day, we hit our free throws. We're not even having this conversation. Yeah. But, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but my, my other one I want to get you guys' thoughts on is Reese Beekman's last foul. Um, the moment they called that offensive foul, I texted my agent. I was like, I got one you need to sign to a contract because this dude is Oscar nominated. Like, 
that was the most ridiculous call I have seen in a while. Um, I just want you guys thoughts on that before I hop off. It's good talking to you again. Yeah, I mean, you, you said it, man. The, the acting in basketball is is bad. Like, oh man, that wasn't a charge at all. But at the end of the day, we gotta hit our day on free throws, man. You have to. It's unacceptable. So, but yeah, that damn acting in basketball, man. That's why I trash at basketball. I can't like influence a whistle. Man, I ain't, yeah, I ain't never seen anything like that. Yeah, I mean, they were even talking. Um, uh, Mark Packer on ACC Network this morning was like, I, I hope those refs never work another game in any CAA. He's like, that was the worst call I've ever seen. That's <laughs> like, crazy. Hey, Mark Savage. <laughs> yeah, man, it was bad, bro. It was bad. And um, it was just, it, it was, it was kind of sad to see how fans are just taking that time to just go at players once the game was over. Like, yeah, good riddance, Kihei, you terrible. I'm glad you leaving. Like, no, you could have just kept that to yourself because you ain't going to like the energy you, that's returned to you. Like, you're really not. Yeah. Like, sometimes you should just not even hit Sam, bro, and just, like, you. I know you got group chats on your cell phone. You might as well just send it to the group chat. It's trash, immature. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted y'all thoughts. Good talking to everybody again. I'll let y'all later. Y'all have a good night, man. All right, you too, Brody. All righty, Brody. All right, man. I ain't got, got like two more minutes left before I shut this down. want to go like an hour. It's been a minute since I got to deal, do a UVA theme space. Um, with spring ball starting back up yesterday, the next practice is tomorrow. And um, I'll probably – do a little recap after they get like two weeks under their belt right before they do the blue and white game in April. So that'll probably be the next time I do a UVA theme Twitter space. But uh, any last comments for anybody that's speaking or listening, go ahead and share your piece because we're about to close it down. You got anything, Jacob? Shout out to Coach Mox, new uh, basketball coach. What up, what up, what up, what up. You know, with this little sickness, you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. We had the stomach bug down bad over here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to definitely do a space here in the next, probably in the next week, are things that expectations that we're looking for this spring, you know. Some, some, just a little here and there fan thoughts, see how everybody feeling. And then, of course, yeah. I know I'm going to try and go live at the spring game because we're going to the spring game. Yeah, but I got to run to that spring sale. I got a couple jerseys I got to get. And Blue White Game, that's the, what's that, the 23rd? Yeah, the 23rd of April, I think. I think it's the 23rd. Just double check. Double check. I'm pretty sure it's that weekend. But, yeah. It's that Saturday, though. Yeah, because we're supposed to be doing something at the convention center on Sunday, taking out my son to Dinosaur Land or something. So we're going to have an action-packed weekend. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's going to sleep good that week. Oh, yeah. Hey, it should be fun, man. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Terry. Hey, Hawk, when you going to get back to uh, the draft stuff, like the comparisons and stuff like you used to do back in the day? I don't know, man. I don't know if I can get a day, man, because now that I'm coaching track, my, my, my afternoon's been gone. I might have to do one during spring break. 
I just really want, I just really want you to do the one for like Sauce Gardner and uh Stingley. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. I definitely want to break them down. Yeah. Um I think Stingley's a forgotten guy. People forget how special. I hope he they is. do forget him all the way to Dallas. <laughs> forget him all the way to Dallas, you understand me? Put a lot of interest in, in Jelani today. Oh, man, I seen he secured the the whole way in that bag. That's what Dallas need to do. Dalton Schultz, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with him. He's a good tight end. But Jelani Woods, there's a lot of people going to realize today, once they got home and them coaches sent in them metrics and them numbers, like that was that was a freak that performed today. And some people are going to be trying to call sooner than later to get him. And that's a team. He an instant impact. If you think Kyle Pitts an instant impact, and he, he has more of a, a receiver friend. He's like a big receiver almost. Jelani is an unguardable tight end. He is like a linebacker with wide receiver speed. And that shit is crazy. If you meet him one-on-one in the hole, yeah, he is like so, it's like he's a bull in a china shop. And that, that ain't even no joke. You hear that that term and that phrase all the time. But if you watch some of his clips when he got the ball over the middle of the field, bro, he can't even bend his head down all the way. And the person be all the way underneath him rolling backwards. <laughs> that look crazy. He is he's gonna be a bad man. He reminds me of what's the boy from uh San Diego, man. Played for uh, Antonio Gates. That's exactly who he looks like to me. Like he could be Antonio Gates. The longevity in the league is there, the frame is there, the body is there. He don't be out eating trashy. That man, he is he is built for this. He is Yeah, he's a lean he's a lean. He's yes, a man. At 65, 265, like you see him, he, he's lean. Yes. So that is going to be freaking. And then once he get on the NFL regiment and then them workouts, boy, yeah. man, the longevity in that young man's body going to be crazy. Is that the kid I asked you about, um, Hawk? Woods? Yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from the combine. I was like, man, who is Yeah, this? man. Yeah, y'all, he, he hit me up about <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bro, crazy man. Look up some of his, some, look up some of his clips, dog. That that should definitely match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, grown man. But yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, the spring game is April twenty third. The blue and white game. April twenty third. That's the scout. Make sure you're there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll be there, yeah, man. We're gonna. Go- Space, man. Appreciate everybody for tapping in. This will be uploaded um, on iTunes and Spotify and Anchor. Salute to the sponsor, Avery Insurance, Over Mortgage, and also Manscaped. Appreciate all that they do to help keep this engine running. And uh, oh, let me see what Coach B got to say for an end. Got to get my dog. I let my dog get in here for an end. See the OG Warren in here, Mister Warren. Yes, sir. Big dog. <clears throat> B, what's good? What's going on, man? Chilling, Brody. What you got going with? Hey, I'm gonna be out there Saturday, man. This Saturday? Yeah, this Saturday. Uh, man, I've been uh, flew Vanna for a track meet, man. Uh-huh. I'm gonna even be to get up with you. Yeah, I'll yeah. be out there Saturday with uh, Kid Jordan. Uh, oh, man. Junior Day in Washington. Oh, that's what we, that's the that's sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Right team, you know, a little invitation don't work, you know what I'm saying? Getting them right. So but yeah, man, make sure he uh 
enjoy the sights, man, so you can sign yeah. and come on up to the U. Yeah, we'll be out there Saturday morning, so let you know. Need more good kids like that, you know what I'm saying, from the crib. Right, right. You know, that's what Mark is, that's what Mark is definitely talking about, so. Yeah, man. It's, it's some it's some talent there, man, that, you know, they definitely going to work to tap into, which is a good thing. So Coach Elliott definitely doing his numbers of, of reopening those channels. Right. So right. like what I'm seeing from him and the staff for sure. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, man, appreciate you jumping on, man. We about to end the podcast. Um definitely try to do this again in the next couple of weeks as I get a chance to look at a couple of spring practices and share thoughts on what's been going on and how the scheme's been looking as much as I can, you know, share, you know, can't share too much, but you know, we can have fun discussions, but that's what it is, man. It's the ball Hawk show. We out of here. Salute the 13 individuals that took place in the pro day. Definitely did their thing. Got to work towards their dream. And uh, it was a beautiful thing to see, man. So we out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.